strong, toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from P.O. to H.O. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 1st. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today... Jonathan, how you doing, Jonathan? Oh, I'm doing well. Uh, September, and normally we'd be like a couple week, weeks away from crowning the winner, um, but we still got a couple months to go, so I'm excited to dig into everything. Yes, still a while to go and a lot of game left to be played. We are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 27 in the house. And uh, we've got we've got an interesting one here. A lot of movements in one direction and then a lot of sort of spinning of the wheels in another direction, I think, would be the, the right way to talk about yesterday. Um, so we started the day with Ian talking to the cameras. Um, he was talking about how. He doesn't like what he calls the kids alliance, um, which I assume means this this core four that that people think exists, which is Tyler, Nicole, Cody and Danny. Um, He thinks that he might be dying a slow death in this game, but he doesn't mind. Because as long as he makes it to final nine or final eight, he'll be live to win because the end game comps favor him. They favor his body type and his skill set. They're mental. Um, this is like everything that I've been worried about with Ian, that uh, that he thinks that he is going to be able to comp his way out at the end. But he is not like fully aware of the fact that the end game competitions have been much more physical lately. Yeah. Uh, he, he used, like you said, the words low death. Um, if that doesn't tell you everything about what he thinks about his own game, it's like, I don't know what it does. Um, and yeah, the competition thing, that's not going to be great, especially now these competitions are so highly physical, especially in the end game. We've even seen up until this point, they've been really physical. Um, Ian hasn't won anything so far. So I don't know what he expects to do um, from this point, but I'd actually kind of be interested to see an Ian HOH, not because I would necessarily like want that outcome, but just to see exactly like where his head would be at. Um, Cause he's one of the biggest question marks in the house. I feel like at this point. Yeah. Uh, he even says like, you know, I'm kind of confused about the comp so far. Like, uh, where are the quiz booths? Where's the like, uh, like this isn't the big brother I know. Um, and I'm like, yes, Ian, that's the problem. Um, he, he even says though, he says he doesn't really care about the political maneuvering situation too much because he knows that all he needs to do is get to the final eight or final nine. Um, he says that he is planning on being loyal to Nicole all the way until the end, but he will cut her at the final three. Um, and then he, he originally had wanted to get to the end with Nicole and Enzo and cut Nicole for Enzo, 
But now he feels like, no, Enzo is way too good. Uh, Enzo is super underrated. Um, now, instead, I'm thinking maybe Memphis. Maybe get to the end with Nicole and Memphis. Cut Nicole, take Memphis to the final two, which would be a very funny final two, in my opinion. Um, but uh, But that's sort of what he's talking about in the morning. And we'll talk about it later. I have no idea how it connects to his talk later in the day. <laughs> I was super confused because everything he was saying right here and everything he was saying throughout the day just wasn't really lining up. I don't know if he's intentionally trying to, you know, mislead people and think he's trying to go somewhere else, but who knows? Look, either he had this conversation and then... I don't know. Maybe there was another wall yeller or maybe maybe somebody got to him um, and told him some things and changed his mind. I don't know. But it seems like his mind has completely shifted by the end of the day or he's just trying to get other people riled up. We'll talk about it later. Um, Enzo is going to talk with Cody. Now, this is the the real meat of the day for the most part, is that uh, Tyler has been working very hard to place a target on Danny to uh, enact this like mini coup in the power structure so that so that Cody loses power. Um, And Enzo has been fully convinced. Enzo is fully on board. He wants Danny gone. Um, And Tyler and, and Enzo agree on this. Cody, though. While he doesn't trust Danny and he thinks that she's sketchy and she does a lot of sketchy things, realizes that Danny trusts him and that Danny is important for him in terms of keeping his place in the power structure. And so while Cody was initially like on board, he had his guard down around Tyler and Enzo like, yeah, we don't trust Danny. Now he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're not going to target her, though. We were just talking about not trusting her. But Tyler has already taken this ball and run down the field with it. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, come back. Come back. We don't wait. wait hold on. Hold on. This is not what I wanted. Um, and so Enzo's telling Cody, like, She's got to go, yo. Uh, and um, and yeah, Kaser's Kaser, got to go first. Unfortunately, he's after you and Tyler. Uh, but uh, but after after Kaser, yo, it's got to be Danny. It's got to be her. Um, and uh, Cody even says, like, uh, like, I just I wish that Kaser was lying low this week because then we could have done something. Um, not Danny, but maybe something else that would have helped Cody. Um and and you know i i tweeted that out and people were like oh cody's such a liar he's trying to convince us that he doesn't want to take out cody's not talking to the cameras cody's not talking to us he's talking to enzo about something that would have been beneficial to his game which is if caser is just had just been chill uh then cody would have been able to get out of this mess a lot easier yeah yeah they're having a full out like venting session in the hoh room and it's only like 9:30 and um enzo is basically saying like danny you know she's starting a lot of stuff and everyone is on board with her leaving um but he wants to play safe this week so not this week but next week as enzo has emphasized like yo do it on your on your own hoh you get hoh and then you put her up and then we'll send her out um cody he is very much into like the danny like Yo, she's doing, or that's not, that's Enzo. That's not Cody. (laughs) Cody is doing a lot of like, you know, Danny, she's 
sneaking around. She's talking to a lot of people. But like you said, once they actually start being like, okay, people are on board to get Danny to leave. He's like, back it up a little bit. We can't do that. But he's not specifically like explicitly saying that to to Enzo and Tyler and all them. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so Cody is he's he's feeling that Enzo has like Enzo was talking to Tyler last night and they were talking about taking Danny out. Cody's starting to feel a little bit left out is my read on Cody here. And Cody is kind of like, uh, like, hold on, Enzo, you're my guy. Uh, I'm supposed to have control over who you target next. And I don't want Danny to be the target. Now I want they to be the target next. Uh, then we can deal with Danny, but, but day has to go first so that I can maintain my control. Um, and Enzo is not really hearing it. And so Cody is starting to see that like Enzo's drifting toward Tyler and doing what Tyler wants. Um, and so Cody decides to tell Enzo, okay, well, I got to tell you something. There's an alliance that has Memphis, Christmas, Danny, Nicole, Tyler, and myself. Um, And so this is something that Tyler had talked to Cody about the night before that Tyler wanted to tell Enzo about the committee because it's a nonsense alliance anyway. Uh, Cody wants to get ahead of this. Cody wants to be the one that tells Enzo, not Tyler. Cody wants to control the flow of information. This is good stuff, um, but uh, done in desperation, I think. Uh, He's saying to Enzo, this is the alliance. It's not it's a nonsense alliance. We always you know, it it didn't really matter because, uh, you know, we always really was like, oh, we really like Enzo. Um, but what we should do is that I can tell Tyler that we should both tell you, um, about the Alliance so that, uh, so that, you know, that Tyler feels included. Tyler feels reeled in. Um, and the real purpose of this is for Enzo to feel like Cody is his guy and that they're playing Tyler. Um, but, uh, but Enzo is kind of just like, still focused on the Danny thing and clearly not super pleased about this, uh, about this Memphis Alliance to begin with. Yeah. Um, Cody is telling Enzo this to build that trust um, so that they can move forward together. Um, After that, he's like, yo, we got to, we got to cut that. We got to cut that off. We got to shut that. No, no more of that. No more Mm -hmm. of that. No. Uh, Enzo, Enzo has never really experienced what it's like to not be included or uh, made aware of an alliance in a, in a I house. I know how before. it feels, Enzo. <laughs> <laughs> so you and you can see when Cody tells him, you can see on his face like he it, he is not happy. Like his face drops. Like it's he's not he needs and then he he plays it cool. Um, but you can tell that he's not happy about it. Um, and I think that like Cody is trying to place this on Tyler as much as he can to keep his bond. But I think Enzo blames Cody more than Tyler because he's always been closer to Cody. Um, so uh, that's that's not great. Uh, Enzo says, uh, all right, yo, the, the, this is the boot order. It's it's Danny. Then it's Day. Then it's Nicole. Yo, that's it. That's it. Um, and uh, and Cody says, uh yeah, uh, totally. That's a great order. Mine, I think personally, I think would be Day, then Danny, then Ian, you know, because, you know, Ian, like, may, probably should take out Ian before Nicole. 
Right. Um, and Enzo's like, sure, yo, sure. Um, they, and, and, and Cody says again, I, we just got to make sure we lock in Tyler, you know, cause he's, he's the third. He's not your, he's not your second. He's, he's the third. It's us. We got to lock him in. Right. Um, and it's, it's not, it's not working. I talked about this last night on, on my, on my Twitch stream that, um, uh, it's, it's like Cody and Enzo have been in a relationship and uh and and cody is starting to feel jealous because enzo has got a wandering eye um and he's he's looking over at tyler and he's kind of like "Ooh, i like that i like his hair um <laughs> and uh and so cody's getting a little bit jealous uh he's he's kind of like hey hey that tyler bro you know he's he, we know that he's not you know as good as us right because we've got a thing uh man he he sometimes is you know he's remember he's lied to you before uh, once about this a lot i've told you the truth about this line but he sees that like attacking tyler isn't gonna work and so then he's gonna shift later in the day to um to like uh just like soften the approach like hey hey hey! remember remember us enzo remember how hey we're gonna have tacos let's laugh let's play remember what made us love each other in the first place we're just so good together you don't need anybody else um so uh that's what cody's going through throughout the day yeah as we know as we saw in season 16 he's loyal to his to his bro so if you if you cheat on him if you break that trust he's He's not going to be happy. Um, and I don't I don't necessarily know if Cody was being truthful in his boot order. Um, he might have just been saying Danny next or Danny after day just to kind of appease Enzo. Um, I, I honestly think that he would rather he would possibly rather have Ian out before Danny, because earlier in the day, I think he was saying that if I get H.O.H., I I might target Ian or I might backdoor Ian. So, yeah, um, it's, you know, I I think that, again, like Cody doesn't trust Danny and she is a liability to his game. And I do think that he would allow her to leave at some point in the next three weeks. He wouldn't target her himself. But uh, we know that Cody's game plan was always like if he gets power. He's just going to continue to target the outsiders. He's going to let his own alliance target each other um, so that he doesn't have to do it. Um, so, uh, but I think he's perfectly fine letting Danny go. He just needs to make sure that day is gone first um, or at least somebody from that end, because if, if that doesn't happen, it, it, he's, he's now at the mercy of these other numbers and he's lost a core piece that props him up in the game um so i think he's willing to let danny go and i think that's why he was so open about not trusting her but uh but basically by doing that by letting his guard down he allowed tyler to come in and, and snatch some power away um and he's like whoa hey whoa oh let's calm down here no no need to get hasty let's <laughs> not break up my whole power stretch. that's not what i was intending um right. so um, also, do you think that possibly Enzo was maybe protecting? They both, you know, wouldn't mind seeing Day and Danny go within the next few weeks. But do you think that Enzo was maybe protecting Day because of the fact that, I mean, I didn't see it, but it, to me, it didn't seem like he revealed the fact that Day had revealed to him, Enzo. 
that she didn't trust Cody the night before. Yes. Um, Cody kind of figured that out like on his own, but Enzo never specifically brought that information to Cody. Yes, exactly. Um, so day, the, the night before when Day and Bay were talking to Enzo about backdooring uh, Danny, um, they talked about like, is Cody going to be on board with this? Can we trust Cody with this information? Kind of tr- uh, questioning Cody. Uh, then uh, a little bit later today, they'll have a similar conversation where they again say that they don't trust Cody. Uh, Enzo agrees with them. He says, let's not tell Cody about this. Uh, Enzo doesn't tell Cody about it. Um, so, uh, yes, definitely. I think Enzo is protecting day to the extent that he wants Danny gone first. And he knows that if he tells Cody that day is questioning Cody, then Cody will not allow Danny to go first at all. He doesn't have an excuse to get Danny out first. So mm-hmm. I think that he is protecting her to that extent. But then after Danny leaves, I don't think he cares to protect her anymore because he really wants to work with Bay and uh, he can't really trust her for good reason, as we'll see later. Um, <laughs> so Enzo is going to talk to Christmas. Enzo says that uh, Kaser is still pushing hard for Cody and Tyler, so he needs to go this week. But he did confirm that Danny is super sketchy. So next week, Danny's got to go. They need to win HOH. Christmas is on board. They're all set. Yes. Um, Enzo planting some anti-Danny seeds. Uh, Christmas is saying that like we can't let Danny know that we're on to her. Um, and I think they're doing a, a fairly good job at doing that um i feel like personally i think christmas should have danny in mind as a target over bay um i feel like bailey has come to her a lot especially within like the past week um confided in her and she even says to davon like oh we're good with christmas we can trust christmas um but christmas she has this whole thing about um bailey where it's like oh she's emotional in the jury so we can't let her get to that point um and i i feel like for me that's kind of clouding her judgment she's she's playing like she's in the final two rather than playing to get to the final two and then winning well also let's face it you know uh Christmas is probably more likely to benefit from a bitter jury than exactly <laughs> than not. Right. Like um, if Christmas is in the end with somebody, that person probably had a better social and strategic game. I'm not again. I think Christmas has been playing very well, but uh, her like her ability to win a jury is probably her, one of her weakest uh, points in the game. And so uh, having, you know, quote unquote, emotional, bitter jurors, um, I think is is actually more beneficial to her than not she needs bailey in that in that jury (laughs) yeah um i mean if she if she is tyler's casey this season um who got casey the win (laughs) bailey (laughs) right and not long ago she was talking about having bailey in the final three with her so yeah um so day's day's gonna have a conversation with danny this is just a funny little aside um which uh davon just you know love her she continues to amuse me on a game level um she goes up to danny and says hey i just want to let you know i had a dream that you were trying to to get people to target me (laughs) 
And he's like, what? Like, yeah, it's like when you have a dream about like your significant other cheating on you and then you wake up and you're mad at them. It's like sort of like that. Day, you know, this is real. You've being you've been told this was real recently. Why would you say anything like this to Danny? When I first saw this, I saw Day retelling this to Bailey, I think. I was like, oh, okay, she's she's just telling it to Bailey. But then I heard that she actually told it to Danny to her face. And I was like, no. <sighs> I was like, maybe she she could have played it off like, you know, how maybe you have a dream about your best friend and then they, they do something horrible to you, but then you call them and, and tell them, hey, I woke up and I was mad at you, but it's cool. It was just a dream. It was just a dream. Um, but yeah, this is... Not just a dream. This is real life. For, here's what here's here's what you tell people about your dreams in Big Brother. You go up to the person that you think might be targeting you and you say, hey, I had a dream last night about you. It was a dream that we made it to the final two together and we were <laughs> hugging and it was great. It was such a great dream. Oh, my God. I, I feel so good about you right now. Like, that's what you tell somebody that you dreamed. <laughs> I had a dream that we never backstabbed each other. We walked hand in hand to the final two. It was all puppies and unicorns. Yeah. Um, And then you you won unanimously. Oh, man, Mm -hmm. that part sucked, but oh, well. Uh, Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now, there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are in your neighborhood, ready to help personalize your insurance. And you can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. Visit statefarm.com today to get a great rate without sacrificing great service. That's statefarm.com. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. All right. Well, uh, Kevin is going to take himself off the block. Christmas is officially going to go up as the replacement nominee. Um, And Tyler has a conversation with Day where he fills her in on more of the Danny stuff um, that Danny was like, you know, trying to be like, oh, why? Why are Bay and Day so comfortable during um, during Enzo's HOH? And um, did you see them with? luggage and uh like all of this stuff that he's been hearing from danny he's, he's sick of it he just wants to not play that shady game um and he says that he he actually he wanted to approach them earlier about this about danny but then the david thing happened and he was worried that like all of the progress that they had made in their relationship had reset um but now he feels good again and he wants to he wants to approach them about this this very much checks out with what tyler was saying to the cameras that night that uh that when david did this thing he was like damn it i've got bigger fish to fry than day like this is totally screwing up my plans uh that like he had i think was trying to build this force against danny last week but it was delayed a week because of the david thing yeah 
I felt really good um, about this conversation between the two of them. I think they were both being truthful with one another. They talked about wanting to repair their relationship. You know, they had a hug at the end. Um, They both agreed that things have been awkward between them and they definitely want to fix that. And now they have a common enemy to help do that in Danny. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's looking good. Cody's going to, talk with Tyler and Enzo uh, in the HOH room and they're talking about the plan moving forward and uh, they kind of get into a little bit of a a debate about like who's better to target first Danny or Day Um, and Tyler is like it's got to be Danny she's shadier she's more capable of winning competitions we got to take this shot while we have it Um, and uh, Cody's like yeah but Day has people like Kevin and Bailey Um, like we need to take that shot sooner because she uh, she doesn't trust us and she's going to do this stuff. Enzo is very clearly on Tyler's side, which again is just only going to make Cody more jealous um, of of their relationship. Like, stop looking at his hair. It's, it's not even that good of a hair. Um, and so uh, so that's that's a funny situation there. Um, then Bay and Day are going to talk with Enzo. Um, so when Devon was talking to Tyler, he mentioned that he had told this Danny stuff to Enzo and Cody. Um, so Tyler went to Enzo and said, Hey, just as a heads up, I said that, you know, this, so you have, you can talk to Dan Bay about this. So, um, they go and talk to, uh, to Enzo and he confirms that, yes, Danny has said some stuff about you, about like feeling comfortable and about all this other stuff. Um, and he, they talk through the situation She's the target moving forward. They don't care anymore. Um, and Enzo says, don't don't tell Cody too much of this because I don't know how close he is with Danny. And I don't know if he's going to be fully on board like this is Enzo is seeing what Cody is doing, trying to push back on the Danny stuff. And he's saying, we're going to go ahead and do this without him. And then after Danny goes, we can reel him back in. That's going to that's fine. Um, that's uh, just, you know. For now, let's keep him on the outskirts of this. And then once Danny leaves, we can pull him back in. That's, I believe, truly Enzo's plan. Um, he'll feel much more comfortable with Cody when when Danny's gone, because right now he's pushing back on this Danny thing. And mm, that's no good. Yeah. Um, Bailey might have been like zoning out or something when Enzo was saying this, because <laughs> this uh, definitely did not. Um, this was was the whole plan changed by the end of the night. But um, yeah, Enzo is basically sketched out um, by Danny. It's more Danny talk. He feels that Danny might have said something to Christmas to make her sketched out into becoming uh, the replacement nominee because he knows he noticed that when Christmas went downstairs and then she came back up, she was like, "Oh, maybe I don't I don't know if I necessarily want to be." the replacement nom she was just giving off that vibe um so yeah more 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 danny talk yes and he even he says like uh like uh, like yeah, yeah yeah we were talking about christmas going up and then you guys saw danny talk to christmas yo that's it and then uh she, then 10 minutes later christmas comes up here oh i don't want to be a replacement anymore what come on yo i'm not stupid he looks at the camera he's like this is all stars, yo. You trying to out sneak the meow meow? That's it. That's it, yo. Um, Don't cross the meow meow. 
Yeah. So uh, Enzo is going to then talk with Cody afterwards. Um, and he lets Cody know that Day and Bay know about the Danny stuff and that that they that they were supposedly told. And Cody's pissed. He's like, what? Like, why would Tyler say that we that he told us? He's now now we're like be now we're associated with this coup. Um, and now if Day asks Danny about it, we're going to be implemented like now. Now it's not all on Tyler. It's also on us. Um, and Enzo was like telling Cody, like excited. And Cody's like mad. And, and this is again like uh, like they're not on the same page. Enzo's like, what? Like, what's the big deal? Essentially, Enzo's like, yeah, yeah, yo. It's just a mess, yo. Uh, like he clearly doesn't understand what Cody's saying. So he's just he's just like trying to be like, OK, sure, I'm with you for whatever this is. Um, and so uh, and, and Cody keeps trying to bait Enzo into being like, ah, Tyler really messed us up here. Uh, like he put us he put us into a corner a little bit um, like uh, that's it's it's that's kind of annoying. Right, Enzo? And Enzo's like, yeah, yo. That's yeah, that's it, yo. That yeah, that's this just I'm just not going to talk game, yo. This is just yeah. a mess. Like Enzo's so clearly not in, not in it. Um and Cody can see that and this is when he starts backing up and like, okay, I think I think I have to take the L here. I think I need to just uh just like kind of reassess and uh and, and approach uh with my with my hands uh with, with like uh, some flowers and some chocolates and uh and be like, "Hey Tyler, Hey, Enzo, uh, you know, if we want to make this an open thing, I'm I'm open to as long as I don't get kicked out. Yeah. At first, he was trying to play the angle of, you know, I see you getting real close with that person over there. But you know what? We could all make this work. Let's 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 tread happily into the sunset altogether. Um, Yeah. uh, Cody says that. Tyler pulled a Davon, and if we know anything about how he feels about Davon's game, then that or yeah, did I say Cody said Tyler yeah. pulled a Davon? Yeah, yeah. Um, if if we know anything about how Cody feels about Davon's game, then that's like the lowest of the low in his books. Because mm-hmm. uh, because basically, again, like. Uh, Cody, like Ty, Tyler has put Cody into this corner and Cody has no choice but to accept the loss and accept that Danny will be targeted here unless he wants to blow the entire thing up and go to Danny with it, uh, which is also it's just even worse for his game. He has to just accept that uh, he is now not only in a spot where Danny is going to go home, but he's also implicated in the, in the process and, uh, and like a part of it. And so if it screws up, it blows back on him just as much as Tyler and everyone else. So, uh, so like he's, he's, he's been shoved into this corner and Tyler has, has taken the driver's seat, uh, taken the steering wheel and, um, and, and Tyler is now in control and, and Cody recognizes it, but there's nothing he can do right now. Um, so there's going to be some more chit chat. Uh, Tyler does have a conversation with Cody about this. Um, they don't like fully clear the air, but they like they're hanging out. They're fine. Um, again, Tyler, uh, Cody is, is kind of like, uh, you know, like uh, he's he's given the chocolates. He's given the pool table games. <laughs> um, so we get to. Later in the night. And. This is when things get weird. 
<laughs> because Ian has a conversation with Kevin. And Ian's on the hammock. And he says, all right, you can't tell anybody this, Kevin. But the wall yeller confirmed some things for me. And so. Because there's like 50 people in my Twitter mentions like, ha ha, see, the wall yeller did do something, Taryn. You were so wrong. Uh, like, <laughs> yes, because before the wall yeller hadn't done anything because the Tyler Danny stuff was completely irrelevant to Cody and Nicole and the, and the wall yeller. But now this is what it looks like when the wall yeller had an impact. This is what it looks like. Somebody says, hey, the wall yeller had an impact on me. Um, so, yes, the wall yeller now had an impact. Congratulations. Um, I don't know if it's going to be a good one, but let's let's find out. Um, he says the wall yeller confirmed some things for me. Nicole and Cody. Are running the house. They are the core together and that they have set this up so that uh, that they're they're in multiple alliances and they're they're doing what has been done. It's like it's like in season 19 and and Janelle and and Kaser are like the Jess and Cody. Um, And. Uh, and and this is what's this is what's going on. Um, and Kevin's like, oh wow, yeah. Um, and he says that. Uh, and and you know, I I didn't I didn't really see it before, but uh, but th- it confirmed some of my thoughts. Um, and you know, I I'm I'm not going to go after Nicole because that doesn't make sense for me. But uh, but we do need to like do something to say, shake this up. I think that that basically Nicole. Went at, went to get the 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 girls, and and Cody went to get the guys, and uh, and I think Derek set this whole thing up. Um, and so this is this is Ian's theory, and this is why I'm like it's literally like uh, a certain someone from Twitter uh, was able to send a message to Ian about all of his conspiracy. Wait a minute, that's exactly what happened, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that is what happened. Yeah, we we got a wall yeller, and we get a whole bunch of conspiracies coming out of it. Um, he had some good reads, and then other reads were a little off base. Um, he gives David a lot of credit um, for being in with like the Cody, Tyler, and Enzo group. Um, he says that Enzo set up like a brigade two, and I was I was laughing hard when Ian was like, "Oh, that might even be the name, Brigade Two. That's that's probably the name." Um, he said he also says that Nicole is loosely tied uh, to Cody, um, which obviously is not the case. But he does say that Cody and Nicole are the head of the spider, um, which. Is also kind of solid, but he, he he has he has solid and not so solid reads in there. 
Well, so basically he thinks he he thinks something that is that is very not true, that Cody and Nicole are at the center of everything, which is not the case. It was always Cody and Enzo. Um, and then other people were surrounding it. And really, Nicole and Danny are two of the furthest people down the power structure um, in in the power structure. Tyler is much higher um, than uh, than than Nicole or Danny. So uh, but in part because of the wall yeller he he really feels like like and and you think that Ian would be smarter would be smarter than this that to take the wall yeller at face value but uh, I think he feels like oh it, it's only and he keeps reiterating this it's only Nicole and Cody they are the only people in the core everyone else is being played um which wasn't even true before yesterday it's definitely not true now because now it's Tyler and Enzo and it's not Cody at all and it's not Nicole at all um but he thinks that it's only Nicole and and Cody and that they need to do something to shake this up um and uh and so he goes on to talk more about his Derek theory but the feeds are down but we'll hear it later from Kevin when he's talking to Devon so um um quick quick thing I'm just wondering if Ian thinks that Nicole is so much like the head of the snake Nicole and uh, Cody are, are like the head of the spider um, he later talks to Nicole after Nicole asks him who he would put up for HOH he says that he would put up whoever she wants mm-hmm. I'm just confused like why is he still going to appease Nicole after all of this supposed revelation from him so Again, trying to reconcile Ian's conversation with the cameras at the start of the day and Ian's conversation with Kevin at the end of the day is very difficult because he basically says things that are polar opposite. Um, he says that he is going to be loyal. He's, he says in to the cameras in the beginning of the day, I'm going to stay loyal to Nicole. I'm, I'm going to cut her at the final three um, and that he doesn't care about the alliance running the house. Because all he needs to do is make it to the final nine. Um, Then later in the day, he's talking to Kevin and he says, we can't sit back and let this happen. I would rather go out now than die a slow death and make it to the final nine. Um, So either again, maybe there was another wall. yeller. Maybe there was some information that I don't know. Uh, Maybe he completely changed his mind or he's lying to Kevin and he's trying to get Kevin riled up. But in reality, he has no intention of following through with any of this himself. He just wants Kevin to take some shots um, and that and then he will he will sit back and, and, you know, like he will continue to die his slow death himself. But if he can get other people to shake things up for him, then great. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like when I said earlier, he might be, you know, doling out misleading information that's exactly what I was thinking, because these two things do not align at all. Yes. I was really confused by by, by Ian's gameplay in this moment. So I, I and I do feel like that might that might be it. Or again, it might be that he genuinely has just completely changed his mind. Um, either way, like if he's trying to get Kevin to do this work for him, um, it, it, this is a risky proposition because he's relying on Kevin to not tell anybody this uh and to not tell anybody that it came from ian um 
the thing that worries me here is that we just saw this like brilliantly executed coup to take Cody out of power by Tyler. Um, if this Ian stuff gets out, it might derail that coup. It might, uh, it might actually like people were asking me like, is there any way Danny can get out of this? And I was like, I don't think so. Uh, like she can win an HOH and save herself for another week, maybe, but like her credit in the game has been shot. Um, However, if they have to deal with Ian first, Danny's going to have more time to uh, to get herself back in the good graces of the power structure. Um, and uh, and now with Nicole weakened from Ian going home, theoretically, uh, it's like uh, this could actually shake things back into place. Yeah. And I can very much see, even though in that conversation, they were very much like this stays between you and me. I can see Kevin saying that today and then Day says something and then just gets out. Yeah. So basically, I think (laughs) what this is going to do probably is that Ian or Day or Kevin will be caught uh, and then the focus then that gives cody the ammunition he needs to be like guys see i told you we can't do danny next it has to be day and bay um or now it has to be ian or now it has to be kevin um and uh and danny's gonna get off scot-free after all of this um and the power structure is gonna sort of like again re-solidify when it was about to be broken up uh which would not be surprising to me because this is what happens when production tries to interfere with the game it usually only strengthens the main alliance um it wouldn't surprise me if the wall yeller did the same thing uh so surprise surprise Kevin does then basically immediately first talks to Kaser <laughs> and tells Kaser some of the theories that Ian just told him. Doesn't say where it came from, but says some of the theories. To, to Kaser, the guy on the block who has never kept a secret in his life. Um, then he goes to Devon and he tells her about it Devon the other person who can't keep a secret for the life of her uh so he tells her about this uh that Ian called it an octopus uh structure which um I'm look as the as the guy that does these podcasts uh I'm not sold on that yet but um it's not catchy. It's not catchy. Yeah, he tells her about Ian's theory, basically, that Nicole and Cody are running the game and that they've got all these things. And she says, well, who told you this? And he says, not going to tell you. Now, we know how Day feels about that. She's, she does not like that. She's like, wait a minute, you're not going to tell me? Are you serious? Do you not <laughs> trust me? Um, and he refuses to tell her about this um which is good for ian for now uh but when this probably inevitably gets out uh it's either gonna fall on him or it's gonna fall on ian i imagine uh or maybe day uh but it's gonna fall on one of them so uh we'll see we'll see how long this lasts um but he says that uh nicole and cody they're the center that nicole picked danny and Cody picked Tyler and they've got Ian and Enzo um, as well. Uh, and 
Like that's, that's what's going on. That's, that's what's happening. Uh, and day is, day is hard to read in this conversation because like day is a suspicious person. She likes to figure out the puzzle. She's getting new information, a new theory. And so she's trying to, she, I think she's trying to like, be like, okay, if this is true, what's going to happen with all of this? But she's also withholding a lot of information herself. She's lying to Kevin a lot. She's keeping her relationships a secret. You can tell that she's not fully bought this stuff, but she is indulging it. Um, and you can tell that she wants to fact check. Um, so that's what I would expect today on the feeds. But uh, but that's he, he tells her basically everything. Yeah, uh, that is Davon's claim to fame this season is fact checking, much to the dismay of her alliance members, mainly the guys um, who, you know, get annoyed that she likes to fact check a lot. Um, This Kevin and Day conversation, I can see this as a case of, you know, Kevin, he started out in the house on the bottom. But he's kind of climbing the social ladder a little bit. Um, people are giving him information. People are coming up to him, willingly giving him information. Um, and so he's at a position where he's like, okay, I got to tell somebody. Day's my good ally, so I can trust her. And I'm going to just spill all this information to her. Hmm, yeah. Uh, so this conversation gets a little wild. Um, Day lets Kevin know that, hold on, if this is the power structure, why do they all want Danny out? Because apparently Danny's coming for me and, uh, and Enzo, Tyler, Christmas, Bailey, they all want Danny gone. And, and, and Kevin's like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Because you're wrong about the power structure. You're wrong about the people in the power structure. That's why it doesn't make sense. Uh, but they're like, how do, how can I, how can I wrap my head around? How can I make these pieces that clearly don't fit together fit together? Well, okay, here's my theory, says Kevin. It must be because Nicole has two people and that's not fair. So they're deciding to take out one of her people because uh, she has Ian and Danny. And so they're deciding that, okay, I'll be fair. I'll let Danny go. Um, that must be what's happening. And Dave's like, I don't know. I think you're giving Cody too much credit. And Kevin is like, well, no, I think you're right. I don't think Cody is this smart, but Derek is. And if Derek told him to do this, then that would explain why he's cutting Danny. Okay, because Derek laid out such a specific plan that he said to Cody, make sure you cut Danny so that Nicole doesn't have two because that's not fair uh, in week five. Um, like, um, OK, uh, Day says, OK, but what's Bailey's part in this whole thing? I'm getting the sense that she wants to be the last girl standing. Um, and she actually asked Bailey this earlier. I have no idea where this is coming from with Bailey. I guess because she wants to take out Danny, but like, stop not trusting Bailey. What is happening there? Uh, yeah, apparently Derek just 
he was on the producer team and he mm. had all of the cast list lined up in front of him. He was like, okay, week five, this is going to happen. Week six, this is going to happen. Um, what was also interesting about this conversation to me was that Day says to put up Ian, if I recall this yeah, correctly. Well, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a little bit later in the conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, there's a lot to get through here before they get to that point. <laughs> um, so we will get to it. Yes, we will get to it. Uh, I promise. Uh, so day, uh, Kevin says, Oh, poor, poor David. He's being told that he's a part of this, but he's not really a part of it. And day's like, I don't know about that. He could be playing us. He could be Denzel. Uh, uh, in us right now, um, because he he approached me about like, hey, let's pretend we're still at odds with each other, um, and, but but really we won't be. Oh, I hate talking to him. <laughs> um, like, well, okay. Um, Day says that, uh, and then Day says something that I think is a very telling of where Day stands in this conversation. She says, "Oh man." Enzo's going to get his feelings hurt when he finds out about all of this. When he finds out about... <laughs> we know Day's about to go talk to Enzo today, right? Like, that's what's going to happen. She's definitely going to walk up to that HOH room, tell Enzo. Enzo, who knows? He's probably, the second she leaves the door, he's probably going to roll his eyes at the camera and be like, yo. What is up with this, yo? Oh my god! I also like how. Side note: I like how they always point in the HOH room as if the person was right there. Like wherever the person was last, they're like, "Yo, she's bugging!" Like, and she's sitting on the chair, but she's not actually there. That that amuses me often. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, he says that uh, she's he's like, I don't buy, I don't buy that Danny is targeting you. Um, and she's like, I don't know, maybe they're tricking him, but they're all saying this. Tyler, Enzo, Bay, Day uh, or Bay, Christmas, David is even saying. And Kevin's like, no, we need Danny. We can't we can't let Danny go. She's like, but what if she's targeting me? And Day's like, what's the point of wait, hold on, hold on. Why would Nicole and Cody be trying to get Danny out? Why, and why is Cody one of the people not doing this? If Cody's running the game, why is everyone trying to get Danny out, but Cody's not? And Kevin's like, oh, no, he's just trying to he's just trying to get them all to do it for him. That's why he doesn't need to be involved. He's just getting them to do because that's what Derek told him to do. Um, and um, Kevin says, like, he, he, what, what he's trying to do is he's trying to get you to go after Danny for him. Um, and Dave's like, OK. Well, if that's the case, then in the HOH, after Danny drops, I'll drop. Uh, oh, Kevin's like, no, 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 no. That's like, that's like Lawan. That's like Marcellus. Don't do that. Uh, and Dave's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. The guys aren't going to take a shot at me. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's turning into like a comedy at this point. It's like they were. On such an okay trajectory, not like a good trajectory, but an okay trajectory before this entire conversation. But now it's just like completely lost the plot. And 
And then they start talking about targets. Um, <laughs> if they get power, they says that they should put up if they get if, if especially if Kevin gets power, she says you should put up Ian and Nicole. And then backdoor Cody. That's what that's what Day is telling Kevin to do. Um, Kevin has a, an idea about putting Memphis up, but then they they decide it's that's a bad idea, and so uh, they they think that this is this is what you, Ian and Nicole, and then backdoor Cody. Um, so that that's <laughs> those are the nominations that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which I before this entire conversation, I would think that Day would do anything to just like get in Kevin's ear anything that was anti Danny like Danny needs to go we need to backdoor Danny but now it's like we need to backdoor Cody how did we get to this point yeah it's it's a bit messy here um it's a bit messy uh so this is what i was talking about where like a lot of progress made in one direction uh, and then a lot of spinning out of control in the other direction. Uh, my throughout the conversation, I will tell you, I don't think day is as lost as this conversation makes her sound um, because she's lying to Kevin about a lot of things. He's asking her if she's aligned with Tyler or Cody in any way. She says, no, um, she, uh, she pretends that she's not with them. She also is defending Tyler a lot in the conversation. Like Tyler just doesn't want to play a shady game. That's, that's why, you know, he's anti Danny right now. Um, she defends Enzo a lot. She says that Enzo, he's like uh, poor Enzo. He's going to be so upset when he finds out this stuff. Um, she does not like she and she again, she makes sure to push Kevin away from like Tyler and, and Enzo and toward Cody and Nicole and Ian um, and Danny. Um, and uh, so I think that she's still pretty set with the plan, which she should be like, like again, things are. If I didn't make this clear, all this Danny stuff is so amazing for Day's game. Like uh, Day has seen the light in this game. She has a path in front of her that has not existed before uh, for a few weeks now um, that, uh, that, that, you know, Tyler has essentially opened up with this coup. Um, and if she, if she goes along with this Kevin Ian stuff too much, then as I said, that, that door might close and Danny might stay and Danny will continue to go after her and Bay and, uh, the power structure will will re-solidify in that in the way that is not beneficial to her. So I don't think that she plans on completely blowing this up. Um, I think she's going to go to Enzo and she's going to ask him some questions. And and hopefully Enzo is going to be able to be like, nah, yo, that's not it. Um, and that maybe Enzo is like sketched out, but not enough to switch from Danny. Um, and then, and then, you know, things will be okay in that sense, but it could also get bad. It could, she could go to Bailey. She could go to Enzo. She could go to Tyler. She could go to Cody. Um, Kevin might go to Danny, which would be very bad. Um, and uh, things could uh, completely blow up from there. Um, but uh, this, there's a lot of potential things that could happen from this point. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're going to have to see where it goes. Yeah. Uh, before this whole last couple of days, before Danny started getting on many people's radars, um, 
it was basically a foregone conclusion. It was like, okay, the next people on the chopping block are Bailey and Devon, but this has given them a lot of hope, especially if one of them or Tyler or maybe possibly Kevin or, or somebody like that wins HOH, then they have a ton of hope and a ton of options um, in the way that they can maneuver the week. They can also solidify the relationship between them and Tyler and Enzo. Um, and yeah, so it's all, this HOH is going to be crucial. Yes. Yes. So uh, also we found out from Kevin, what Ian's theory is on Derek's involvement. Ian thinks that Derek basically talked to both Nicole and Cody and gave them a game plan. Um, and, uh, and then that, that is, that is, you know, Derek's involvement in, uh, in the game. Not, and not that, uh, not that he set up a whole alliance, but that he talked to both Nicole and Cody, uh, in like a group call, um, like the three of them, a three person call, they said, um, and that he gave them the game plan of, you know, Nicole, you go work with the women, Cody, you go work with the guys. Um, and uh and that's the and like uh so of course people people uh heard ian say derek's name and they were like oh confirmed derek set up a massive pregame alliance um but that's not what they're saying also again personally i think they're wrong uh i don't think that derek first of all needs to be a go-between between cody and nicole uh also cody and nicole have said to each other alone that Nicole never that Nicole lied to Derek about being on the season in the first place. Uh, there's no reason for them to do that. Cody has been very open with his communication to Derek um, to the point where like they clearly didn't coordinate stories that much because Cody has said that Derek didn't play because he didn't he didn't think he'd do well. well. Meanwhile, Derek is like, my daughter told me I couldn't play. Uh, so obviously they didn't coordinate that well yet. Yet, for some reason, we think that Derek and Nicole like orchestrated some massive pregame conspiracy where Derek is going to tweet out that he's upset with Nicole and she's going to never, ever admit to ever talking to him, even to Cody alone. Um, meanwhile, Cody's like, yeah, I talk to Derek all the time. <laughs> like he gave me he talked to me about the game. Um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, and, uh, that's, that's my, that's my view. And again, people are like, Oh, they heard Derek's name. Therefore Derek must've done this. And the way that Kevin and, and Ian are talking about this as it's as though they genuinely think that Derek could have puppet mastered this entire season, um, from before the season even started when there were two massive changes in the cast uh right at the last minute um that uh that happened after they were sequestered um and it's it's just it's it's pretty it's pretty weird it's pretty weird is what i'll say we need like a post season something where we can just air out like okay this person pre-gamed with this person this person called this person. Um, I don't know if everybody would necessarily be truthful because they would want to, you know, uh, they, their games would, would, would integrity would be maybe compromised if they were truthful in who they pre-gamed with. Um, but I'm interested to know like who exactly pre-gamed with who and who did not pre-game with who I believe Nicole did not talk to Derek. Um, but 
I'm interested to see where all the other relationships lie. They also said specifically that uh, that Danny did not pregame with them, um, that they do not believe that, uh, that like, again, they said specifically that only Nicole and Cody were pregaming with Derek. Um, so, you know, uh, it's like uh, people people just really run rampant with these theories uh and it it clearly happens even in the house um but uh you know it's i talked about this last night on twitter it's just like uh you know people uh people don't actually look at the evidence they're just they just go like well clearly this definitely happened uh evidence doesn't matter and anybody that disagrees is obviously just uh biased and will never address their arguments or evidence Can't win them all. Can't please them all. (laughs) Um, All right. So that's what we have for you today. Uh, A messy house, a messy game right now. Um, The wall yeller has definitely sparked something in Ian. Um, We'll we'll have to wait and see who it ends up screwing over. Um, That is still up in the air at the moment. But uh, but that's what we have. Um, I will be back. Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern for the Stockwatch Roundtable. Um, we, uh, a survey will be released after the podcast at Armstrong Terran on, twi- on Twitter, uh, where you can rate every player of, in the game right now, how they're doing in the game. Um, and, uh, and, and some other questions as well. We'll go over the results tonight. We'll rate the players. We'll have some fun. We'll update the prices it'll be great um and uh and then tomorrow i'll be back of course to update on everything that happened today on the big brother 22 live feeds um i think that's uh, about what we have jonathan where can people find you you can find me at jonathan keys just my full name um yeah on instagram twitter whichever platform you like there you go. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at uh, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Uh, like I said, I was chatting last night about all of the stuff that was going on between Cody and Tyler. It's very interesting to me. Um, the game has really opened up with Tyler s- snaking his way through this power structure. Um, but we'll see where it goes from here. Ooh, I wanted to say one more thing. Um, so uh, I know it's been like very frustrating um, watching David especially be like, oh, I just want to make it to jury. Um, I just want the representation and everything, um, which that that part's not frustrating, but it's been frustrating watching David say um, that he just wants to make it to jury. But um, this week, if there is going to be a nine person jury as usual, and there's no like pre-jury like battle back or any weird situation, um, I think it should be pointed out that uh, this is the first time since season 11 that a black man has made the jury, which is not a great stat, but I think it should be noted nonetheless. Well, he hasn't made it yet, right? What was that? He hasn't made it yet. Um, but with like, like the math, the mathematical, like with Kevin and, and David, like in the house, one of them will at least make jury. Okay, I see what you're saying. Cause, yeah. uh, okay, yes, yes, there you go. That makes sense. I th- <laughs> <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was weird. I had to do, I had to do, I did a little bit of math before I came on here. So I was like, okay, if there's a nine person jury, there's no pre jury battle back. Mm. Yeah. There you go. 
That I mean that that you know that's uh, David David said that that was like one of the reasons he was coming on the show, which I like. I really, for all that we can say about David um, and his gameplay, like I do think that's an admirable uh, goal. Um, and uh, and like uh, I, I I you know I don't know. It, 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 I'm glad that I'm glad that we're gonna see some uh, some representation there in the jury. Um, it would be it would be kind of interesting if it, if if David left and then it was Kevin again, since Kevin was the last one. Might as well do it again. He did it once. So, <laughs> all right, all right. That's what we got for you. Thank you so much for joining us today, and uh, I'll see you guys later. Bye.